to this week's episode of Fan Fatales. I'm Emma. And I'm Gabby. And this week, we are going to start our month-long Halloween spooktacular. So, if you don't like our movie review style episodes, we will see y'all in November. (laughs) Yeah. So we're going to kick this thing off with reviewing kid-safe Halloween movies. So these are going to be spooky movies that are rated G and PG. That's right. Now, the movies that we are going to be discussing today are Charlie Brown, Great Pumpkin, Spookly the Square Pumpkin, Twitches, Halloween Town, Hocus Pocus, and Corpse Bride. Yes. Now, we're going to be talking about all of our opinions about these about all of these movies, so be warned, spoilers are up ahead. Yes, and you'll notice that Nightmare Before Christmas is not on this list, but don't worry, we haven't forgotten it. Yeah, Nightmare as a movie is just, like, really hard to categorize. Yeah. Some people think it's a Christmas movie, some people think it's a Halloween movie, so we said we're going to make an episode in November of movies that aren't quite one season and aren't quite the other so we're gonna be talking about uh nightmare before christmas and rise of the guardians um in november and i'm so excited for that episode yeah me too rise of the guardians and nightmare before christmas yeah um so are you ready to get started (laughs) (laughs) yeah but really quick i just wanted to highlight what we're wearing today for those uh audio listeners that we have i'm wearing my favorite well Okay, it's not my favorite because I don't wear it that often. It's my favorite because I don't get to wear it that often. Because it's too hot in California, you guys. It is too Same. hot to wear this That's sweater. That's me with this. Yeah. So I have I have my little skeleton sweater on, and he's holding a little jack-o'-lantern pumpkin. It's very cute. I also am drinking some uh, lemon tea out of a jack-o'-lantern mug that I found at Albertsons for $5. Go, Albertsons. Yes. And I'm wearing a dark purple fuzzy sweater. Even though it looks black on camera, it is dark purple. It's I purple. swear. Yeah. Um, and I am also drinking tea today. And it is pumpkin spice ro- robos, I think is how you pronounce it. Hold on. Where is it? Roibos. Roibos. R-O-O-I-B-O-S. Pumpkin spice no roibos. Idea. And chai tea mixed together, which is the most fall thing I could think of, tea-wise. So, yeah. It's very fall. Yeah. Speaking of which, I'm okay. going to take the tea bag out of my bag. I just my did the cup. same thing. <laughs> so, let's get started with the classic that is yes. Charlie Brown and the Great Pumpkin. Charlie Brown, Great Pumpkin. Okay, so, did you call it Charlie Brown, Great Pumpkin? Well, that's what we have in our it's notes. Charlie Brown, Brown, but it's Charlie Brown and the Great Pumpkin. Okay, but that's what we have in our notes. So I'm reading, but they're wrong. <laughs> You're the one who made them. Just I did not say. write that one. I didn't write that one. <laughs> okay. I was, I was, uh, if I did, it was because I was uh, consolidating. <laughs> okay. So the synopsis of it is costumes, candy, this classic special, some things just scream Halloween. Join the Peanuts gang for a timeless adventure as Charlie Brown preps for a party, Snoopy sets his sights on the Red Baron, and Linus patiently awaits the pumpkin patch miracle. So, some facts about this movie. It came out in 1966, so it has been around for a long time. Yes. We're not kidding when we say it's a classic. 
It was directed by Bill Melendez. And the cast include Peter Robbins as the voice of Charlie Brown, Sally Dreyer as the voice of Lucy, Christopher Shea as the voice of Linus, and Kathy Steinberg as the voice of Sally. Yes, and some fun facts about this movie is after this special originally aired, children all over the country sent candy to Charlie Brown out of sympathy, which I thought was adorable. That is so cute. (laughs) Um... And in the original comic strip, it's Linus who has trouble with the scissors and his costume eye holes, and not Charlie Brown, like it is in the special. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And then Schroeder plays four songs for Snoopy from World War One. It's a long way to Tipperary. I'm not even going to try. I have no idea. There's a long, long trail. Pack up your troubles in your old kit bag. And Roses of Picardy, I'm going to guess. I think so. But yeah, I googled that one, and that, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. That they're actually songs from World War One. I. I like that. Yeah, me too. Um, so who's your favorite character? Hands down, Snoopy. Snoopy's always been my favorite in the, in the comics. I used to read the comics. I loved I him too. in the comics. I love him in the movies. I love him in all of the all of the Peanuts movies. I watch every single one for the holidays, like my favorites. I love Linus. Especially Linus. in this one. Linus is so sweet. Yeah. He is very sweet in this one. Uh, I do love him in this one too. I think he's like this my is, second favorite. I think he's my favorite in this one, but not in other ones. I think other ones it is um Snoopy. Same. I, I get that. Yeah. Um, so what's your favorite moment? Oh, wait. I was going to say, because Linus is my favorite in You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, the Christmas one. What is it? Charlie (gasps) Brown Christmas? Yes. Oh, my gosh. He might just be my favorite Peanuts character. He's just so cute. I love when he does the whole speech about the shepherd. And (laughs) it's so cute. It is. We need to cover that in our holiday episode. I don't think we are. Oh, don't worry. We will. We definitely will. Okay. We'll throw in Charlie Brown Thanksgiving in uh, that (laughs) that funky movie episode. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. There we go. There we go. So, Gabby, what's your favorite moment? Okay. I... First of all, I think it's hilarious when Sally just goes off on Linus and she's like, you blockhead, you absolute blockhead, the great pumpkin is never going to come and I've been sitting out here all night in this pumpkin patch waiting for nothing. I think that's adorable. I just think that's so funny. But like at, afterwards, he's like, she doesn't get it. And he's like so hopeful and so positive. He's just so, oh, just like my little heart. Yeah. It might is kind of the same, but it's when Sally decides that she's going to spin Halloween with Linus to get to see the Great Pumpkin. It's yeah. just so sweet. Yeah, well, because she has, like, the most massive crush on Linus, and it's adorable. Yeah. Just like, um, why did I, Phineas and Ferb, Isabella. Isabella with Isabella. Phineas. It's like, why did I Aww. forget her name right when I went to go say it? I almost said Vanessa. Vanessa's is there a Vanessa one. in that show? Yeah, she's yeah, there Dr. Dupinchmertz's daughter. That's a hard... Try saying that sentence five times fast. <laughs> Dr. Dupinchmertz's daughter. 
Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no. Let's let's Not move good. on. Anyway. <laughs> so what's your least favorite moment? Okay. It made me so sad when Lucy was so mean to Charlie Brown and was like told telling him that it was a mistake that he got invited to the Halloween party. I was like I was holding back tears when she said that. I was like, oh my gosh, Lucy, what a bitch. I know. Mine is kind of the same, but it's when they draw on the back of Charlie Brown's head to figure out what the jack-o'-lantern design is going to be. Yeah. That one's also really... They're just such bullies to him. Yeah, and he just puts up with it. It's every single Charlie Brown thing, they're bullies to him, and he still puts up with it. And he's just like, oh, rats, I guess that's how life is. And you're just like, oh my gosh, Charlie Brown, no! Yeah. Because what? The Thanksgiving that's one so with um, Lucy pulling away the football? Mm-hmm. Yeah! She does that in, like, every single one. And it's like, okay, first of all, okay, the first time it's like, that's mean. After, like, ten times, you're like, yeah. come on, Charlie Brown, figure it out. Yeah. Don't, don't go to her. However, every time, every time she's like, I promise I'm not going to pull it away. And then she does it anyway. So, like, that's just mean. Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize how much we both just don't like Sally. Lucy. Or Lucy. She's just a bully. Yeah, she is. That makes, I don't like bullies. I'm like Captain America. I don't like bullies. (laughs) That's the closest I'll ever get to being Captain America. (laughs) So what would you give this movie overall score out of 10? Mm, Probably a 9 out of 10. I agree. It's a classic, but... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's a classic, but I I just think Lucy is too much of a bully. Yeah, same. It just bugs me. Same. So, okay. Talking about this movie, why... Okay, why did... Every single one of those children dress up as ghosts for Halloween. Like, why are they all sheet ghosts? I I don't know. Like, okay, like, Lucy's dressed up as a witch, but she still has a sheet ghost underneath her witch costume. Yes. Like, what? <laughs> I don't know. Right? Maybe easier I, to animate at the time? Maybe. I also like how even though Pigpen is still in his costume, you could still see his little cloud of dust. Yeah. I, I always love like Pigpen. Pigpen. Yeah. He, he's a good one. Yeah. Um, I thought it was very accurate when Linus was like, oh, there's only three things you don't talk about with people. Religion, politics, and the Great Pumpkin. <laughs> I was like, me too. Like, yeah, same. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, okay, I already talked about that. Oh, okay, who the heck is giving out rocks on Halloween? I don't know. That's so, so okay. mean. Yeah, for those of you who haven't seen this in a while, um, all the kids are out trick-or-treating, and Charlie Brown puts his, like, little bag out to be, like, given some candy, and somebody, like, throws a rock in his bag. And then, like, all the kids are like, oh, so I mean. got a candy bar. I got a toy. I got a this and charlie brown's like i got a rock i got a rock i got a rock like just over and over again just getting rocks and it's like what the heck who's giving why are all these people giving out rocks on halloween what the heck yeah who's doing that to the poor kid i know how rude justice for charlie seriously hashtag for this episode justice for charlie (laughs) seriously 
post the uh, see on our instagram our instagram posts i can't speak today i can't speak ever me too <laughs> um i think that's really it the last thing i have is that i just i really like pilot snoopy movies. as a pilot yeah i Same. think it's so cute Same. i think yeah just world war one fighter pilot snoopy makes me un un like what's the word i'm thinking of like unequivocally happy is that yeah. is that the right term i don't know oh no it just makes me happier than most things yeah yeah anyway well, so this next one i'll let you talk about so this guys so guys <laughs> this next one i have never very, seen before and it has a very very tiny tiny audience of people who have actually seen it at least to my knowledge if you've seen this movie comment on our instagram post for this episode and let us know if you've seen it um but this this one is uh spookly the square pumpkin and it's adorable and i love this movie so the synopsis is when a storm terrorizes his patch a pumpkin cast out for his shape must step up to use his smarts to save the day and prove himself uh, the movie came out in 2004. It was directed by Bernie Denk. And uh, the cast includes Sonja Ball as Spookly the Square Pumpkin, uh, Vlasta Varana as the narrator, Craig Francis as Jack the Scarecrow, Rick Jones as Little Tom and Edgar, uh, Michael Perone as Big Tom, uh, Holly Gauthier? Frankel, I think. I as think. I don't know. Bella. Norman Jeez, these names are awful. They did not make this easy on me. Norman Gruax Gruax something as Boris. Terence Scamelli as Alan. Bruce Dinsmore as Poe. And uh Jennifer Seguin as Bobo. So, Spookly was made the national spokes pumpkin for October's National Anti-Bullying Month. And I think that is amazing. I do too. It's so... Spokes pumpkin? Come on, man! That's just like... I can't. I can't. And actually, the story was originally based off of a book, I believe. Yeah, and in a the book, book. Yeah, and in the book... Spookly saves the day by blocking a hole in the fence so the other pumpkins won't roll into the river. In the movie, he, like, blocks the cart from rolling into yeah. the river. They're all, like, they all somehow end up in, like, a wheelbarrow. And, yeah, he blocks the wheelbarrow from falling into the water. And the last fun fact is that, as a kid, I watched this movie every year in school for five years. <laughs> you see, that's me with Charlie Brown. And the Great Pumpkin. I mean, I just watched Charlie Brown and the Great Pumpkin just because. But we watched Spookly the Square Pumpkin every year in school for five years. No, because we would do, like, the, like, hand, like, the gloves, and you'd put the, like, candy corn as the fingernails, and then, like, the popcorn in it, and tied it up all pretty. It was, like, our October craft thing that we always did. But we did that, and then went into the room and watched Charlie Brown and the Great Pumpkin. Yeah, we never did that. <laughs> That's cool. I wish we did that. Yeah, the popcorn was always stale. Like, it wasn't like you could eat the popcorn. 
But. Yeah. Okay. So, Emma. Yeah. Who is your favorite character? I have to know. Spookly. Well, yeah. He's, like, the best character. Yes. Because everyone else is a bully in this movie. Except for the bats. Except for the bats. And the spiders. But the spiders are just trying to use Spookly to get to the candy corn crown. Yeah. Also, can I just say, I desperately need that candy corn crown. Just, I need one. Just as one of your Halloween or October cosplays, Spookly. Yeah. Yeah. Just Spookly. Just, just wearing orange. Who are you? I'm Spookly the Square Pumpkin. Just walk around, like, with my arms out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Who's your favorite character? Well, Spookly, yeah. yeah. I love him. He's, he's just, oh, he's such a little cutie patootie. Yeah. So what's your favorite song? I love If I Was Round. It reminded me a lot of a song from a musical I did when I was younger called Honk. Yeah, I've heard of it. And the song is called Different. And it's like, I'm just different. I'm just different from the rest. And who could blame them wanting me to find another nest? Yeah, it's the it's uh, the Ugly Duckling, right? Yeah, is it's honk? Ugly Duckling. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I guess, this is essentially an adaptation of that. Of the so Ugly Duckling. Kind of, yeah. yeah. What's your favorite um, my, song? The Spookly, the Square Pumpkin song. It just gets stuck in my head. I don't like the lyrics because the lyrics are mean, but, yeah. like, it gets stuck in my head. All, like, the first time I watched it in, like, five years, which was the other night, I was just, like, all night. I was just, like, Spookly, the Square Pumpkin, just, like, walking around my house. And my family was, like, why are you singing that? For, like, three days I was singing that. And they were, like, oh, my gosh, what is wrong with you? Just that part. That's the only part I remember. Is the oh spooky the square pumpkin. Jeez. So <laughs> that's all I remember. Jeez. In five years, you think I would remember more? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, What's your favorite moment? I love when Spookly at the very end he gets picked to be on the farmer's porch, and it's so cute. Also, there's a little disclaimer. At the beginning, like, at the beginning of the Jack Olympics thing, where they're like, oh, let me look it up exactly what it is, because now I can't remember. Okay. But that that's my favorite moment, too, is when he gets picked to be on the farmer's porch. Yeah, it's cute. It's so cute. Especially because my least favorite moment is when he's struggling during the Jack Olympics. Right? And nobody, like, everybody's just, like, making fun of him, and it makes me so sad. Same. Oh my gosh, they make a plushy spookly. Okay, why don't you have that? I don't know, and I need it. Oh my gosh, they made it a play. They made it a play? Yeah, it's a play. There is like a like a place. I'm seeing this place. It looks like somewhere in like the north because there's a lot of like trees and stuff. But it, <laughs> It could be literally anywhere, but it looks like they turned it into, like, a little play. Oh, my gosh, that's adorable. I want to see the kid's costume that's playing Spookly. It's literally just a square. <laughs> Shoot, where did it go? Oh, my gosh, there's another picture. <gasps> this is adorable. Oh, my gosh, I need to share this with you right now. This Look is adorable. at those two kids. Yeah, this is adorable. This is adorable, you guys. But I don't know where the sign went. But essentially, for the Jack Olympics uh, disclaimer, it basically says, 
Um, like, if there's any resemblance to, like, it has no resemblance to any, any event, fictional or real. Like, basically disclaiming that it's not, like, actually, like, affiliated with the Olympics, which I think is hilarious to me for some reason. Yeah. I actually paused it and read what it said. But, like, it lingers on the sign for, like, a long time. Yeah, it does. Yeah, also, it's I on MTI for you to um, rent the rights to. The play? Usually. Yeah. The musical. I'm, I love it. It's a musical. I love it. Well, yeah, you can't do Spookly the Square Pumpkin and not have Spookly the Square yeah, Pumpkin. I guess you're right. Spookly the Square Pumpkin. Actually, you can, because I'm looking at the song list, and it has Look at Spook look at Spookly. Maybe it's that song. Maybe that's what it is. Hold on. It is. It is. Okay. Um, Don't Go Near the River. Okay. If I Was Round. Okay. The Boo Song. The Boo Song? Yeah, I'm gonna... Oh, it, it it's the, um... Halloween is fun for pumpkins. Oh, the spider song. Yeah, it's the spider song. I'm going to try. She's Bobo. Oh, that's the one that the turnips sing. Yeah. Also, why are they all pumpkins except for like three turnips? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I was like, this is ridiculous. This way why to the well. Okay. The Transylvania Twist. Okay, yeah, that one's in the movie. Look at me. Which I'm going to guess is a spooky reprise to look at spooky. Probably. It is. Yeah. Okay. It sounds like the porch song. Aw, that's cute. So, what's your least favorite moment? We already kind of talked about it. Um, when he's struggling during the Jack Olympics. Yeah. That's, yeah. I also, my least favorite moment is that. Also, when little Tom is like, spooky can't participate in the Jack Olympics. Yeah. Why are these first two movies both about anti-bullying? <laughs> I don't know. Why, why, why did they choose Halloween? I know, as right? The center of anti-bullying. They're like no bullies on Halloween. Every other ho- holiday, fine. Bullies galore, just not Halloween. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, I did say in my little notes. I did say if I was round breaks my heart. I love that the spiders' names are Edgar Allen and Poe. Yes. That's I did adorable. not realize that until I watched it again as an adult and I was like, oh, that makes sense now. Yeah. Um, I also think it's really funny when um the fire starts and both of the bats are like in the top of Jack's hat and they're like, We're gonna die, even though they can literally just fly away. Yeah. I'm like, um, somebody didn't think of that one through. Yeah. I was like, so what you okay. rate this movie? <laughs> I gave it an 8 out of a 10. And I said, it's definitely better for little kids. It's definitely like a little kid movie. Yeah, as my first time watching it, I rate it, rated it a 7.5 out of 10, so like a 75%. Yeah. Again, it is like a little kid movie. I mean, I'm sure yeah. if like we were 10 we'd be like this is stupid but like as a five-year-old this thing's freaking adorable yeah i kind of want to show it to my pastor's kids yeah i'm sure they would love it yes absolutely a kid's movie and like as a child i loved it and i kind of have like this like warm nostalgia for it now i need to find myself that spookly the square pumpkin plushie i need that in my life (laughs) 
Come on, build a bear. Yeah, seriously, build a bear. Where are you at? <laughs> so our next movie is Twitches, and the synopsis of it is on their twenty-first birthday, Alex and Cameron reunite and discover that their unusual powers double in strength when they work together. Get caught in their spell as they work their magic. They get caught in their spell as they work their magic to save everyone they love and fulfill their destiny. The movie yes. came out in 2005 and it was directed by Stuart Gillard. And the cast includes Tia, um, Tia Mowry Hardict as Alex slash Artemis. Mm-hmm. Tamara? I thought it was Tamara. Tamara? I don't know. Because yeah. it's Maori. Tia and Tamara. Yeah. Tamara yeah. Maori Hardict as Cameron Barnes slash Apollo. Kristen Wilson as Miranda. Patrick Fabian as Thanos. Thantos, not Thanos. <laughs> I thought <laughs> they were saying Thanos at first, too. And I was like, huh? <laughs> Jennifer Robertson as Ileana. I thought it was Alina. No. Alina. Yeah, it just looks like Ileana if we... Yeah. And then... Is it Alina? No, it's definitely... I think it's Alina. Yeah, it's definitely that. And then Pat Kelly as Karsh. Yeah. So I haven't seen this movie in probably 10 years. I watch it every Halloween. Yeah, I haven't watched this this movie in ages. Um, so the fun facts for this movie is the names of the characters are based on a pair of twins in Greek mythology. Apollo is named for Apollo, the go- the Greek god associated with the sun. Artemis is named for the Greek goddess associated with the moon. And Thantos is named for the god of death. Thanatos. And originally, okay. Tia was supposed to play Cameron, and Tamara was supposed to play Alex. But the two wanted their roles to be switched. And Which it was. Yeah, I'm sure, like, in that case, it's so easy for them to just be like, okay. Yeah. Um, um. Which, me being a huge Greek mythology fan, like, I can't believe I've never realized, like, how close, like, Greek mythology was in this movie. Dude, I even realized it, and I haven't seen this movie in forever. Well, like, I've seen it, like, a bunch. I just, like, yeah. Hadn't really, like, paying attention to it. Honestly, I I do that sometimes, you know? Where you just, like, you never realize it until you, like, yeah. put in your face and you're just like, oh. I because no even their necklaces, um, Apollo has the sun and Artemis has the moon. The moon, yeah. Which, yeah, I love it. Yeah. I honestly, I love the name, the name, the, the words. I love the names Artemis and Apollo. I think they're pretty. Same. I like them a lot. I like them better than Cameron and what Alex. What, Cameron and Alex, yeah. I mean, I feel like they just fit the movie a little bit better. But like, I feel yeah. like for if it were just like a regular movie, yeah, we'd be like, what the heck are these kind of names? But that could also just be because we're like huge Harry Potter fans and we're used to like seeing weird names. Yeah, true. Um, Minerva, Hermione, Albus. Yeah, just to name a few. Um. Really quick, I did want to say I appreciate that they made them 21 in this movie and not in high Same. school. Same. Because I feel like in every other Disney movie, they would be in high school. Yeah, they would be. But what I really like is the next movie, they have them in college. Like, in their, like, college building. Mm-hmm. 
taking classes. That's cool. Which I really like that. Yeah. I would like that. I too. like Twitches 2 better, honestly. I haven't seen Twitches 2 in a forever as well. Cause I like the, that one better. The scene where the darkness is like coming for the babies. Yes. That used to scare the bejeebies out of me. So I never really, really watched the movie that much. Yeah. That used to scare the bejeebies out of me. Interesting. Yeah. So what's your um who's your favorite character? I like both of the twitches. I like they both have their flaws, but I like them both a lot. I like can't pick one. I think yeah. they're like a really good team. Same. And like I like how like instantly close they are. I do too. I kind of forgot about that as well cuz like I always think of the second one and they get into arguments again in the second one, of course. Yeah. They're like sisters, right? Cuz yeah. they are sisters. But like I like how instantly they're just like close. Like, me and my brothers, we were never like that, you know? My sister and I are starting to get that way. Yeah, I mean, like, my brother Corey and I are kind of close, but, like, we're not super close or anything. Yeah. You know? My sister's 15, so she's she's a few years younger than me. Yeah, whereas I'm 20 and Corey's, like, 27. Okay. Like, 28. Yeah. So there's, like, a big difference between us. Yeah. But anyway. I love both the protectors for the twins. Oh, They're right. really cute. I've, oh, my gosh. I think they're hilarious. I do, too. However, I don't really like them as a couple. I like them better in the second one as a couple. Okay, I haven't seen the second one in forever, so I'd have to see that one again. They're actually getting married in the second one. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. But when they're, like, revealing at the end of the first one where they're like, we're a couple. Yeah, no. And I was like, mm. That's really weird. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite moment? Mm, okay. When Alex meets Miranda, I was k- sobbing. I was, like, actually sobbing. Oh, my gosh. That's an adorable moment. So sweet. And, like, my heart just, like, oh, that made me cry. Also, at the end, when they were, like, defeating the darkness and they were listing all of the people that they love and, like, care about. And I just, like, oh, that was another one that moved me. Just, like, I was sobbing during that part. I was just ugly crying. Same. I was crying, too. Yeah. And then I also really like when Thantos comes and he's, like, oh, it's too late. Cameron, right? Cameron is the one who's being controlled by the darkness. And then she comes out and she's like, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's Cameron. Yeah. Um, you see, I just love when they, like, first realize that they're twins in the um, in the shop. And they start screaming. <laughs> and they start screaming. And then, like, they run out and they hold hands. And then it's, like, the first time we see them use magic together. I feel like that was the clip they used to play on Disney Channel all the time. It was. It was. Yeah. That was the clip. For, like, their mm-hmm. commercial? Yeah. Whenever they're, like, Twitches coming up at 8, what is it? 8, 9 Central. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what's your least favorite moment? I just really don't like when Thantos is, like, obviously trying to trick Miranda, and she's just like, okay. Like, I'm like, she's not that dumb. Same. And it's no. so obvious. Like, you can tell at the very beginning. Like, even 
at the very, very, very beginning when they first introduce him, you're like, yeah. he's a bad guy. He's just... Yeah, it's like a Hamlet situation. Yeah. Like, I think... I think they were trying to make it, like, kind of how they did... Okay, I know Frozen came after, but, like, I felt like they were trying to go for that same vibe that they went for in Frozen, and I think they did a much better job in Frozen than they did in this movie. Because in Frozen, you're like, oh, yeah, Hans is a good guy, and then at the very end, you're like, what? Whereas in this, it was like, you can tell he was bad the whole movie. You're like, oh, that yeah. was a jerk move. Oh, that was a super jerk move. Oh, that was an even more of a jerk move. Okay, he's the bad guy. Plus he's... Yeah. My least favorite moment is when Cam leaves Alex to fight the darkness just so she can go to her 21st birthday party. Yeah. But, like, Cameron didn't act. Cameron didn't sign up for it. No, I know. It's That's a not a cool move. But, like, no. also, I do see Cameron's point of view that's, like, she didn't sign up for this, and this isn't what she thought this was going to be like, and I see yeah. both perspectives, you know? Yeah. So, shall we get into some of our notes? Yeah, because there's, like, a ton of notes. <laughs> there's, like, half a page of notes for this one. Well, I just want to point out my, like, one note I yeah. made about this and it's movie. very accurate. Cameron's parents are definitely Hamilton musical cosplayers yeah, at absolutely. the birthday party. Her mom's wearing the light blue, like, helpless Eliza dress, and her dad is wearing the blue it's like, helpless Yeah, like, it is Hamilton almost identical look. to the one that Lin-Manuel Miranda wears in the movie, in Hamilton. Yes. I, I saw it, and I went, okay, so your Halloween costume mm-hmm. is Hamilton and Eliza. Before Hamilton and Eliza. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Um, I'm not going to lie. Half of these notes are, OMG, this jerk Thantos, F him. <laughs> I said that like three or four yeah. times. Um, so when they first get to Coventry, like for the first time, they tri- they get there and both Karsh and Ili- El- 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 Ali, how do you say her name? Ilya. See? Ilya. <laughs> Oh, they they switched actresses what? for her in the second one. <laughs> I never <laughs> realized that. That's what I found. Is this no based way. on a book? Okay. What? No. <gasps> yes. The Power of Two. It's white girls on the cover of the book, like one very goth and then one like early two okay, thousands so popular Not girl. Quite like the movie, but. Close enough. No. Eliana. Pronunciation. <laughs> so I don't get sidetracked again. So yes, Eliana. I love when they... Where was I? Oh, yes. And um, Karsh and Eliana kind of explain, like, the history of Coventry. And both of the twins at the same time just kind of go, eh. I just started laughing my booty off. I thought that was so funny. Same. Okay. So then, yeah, yeah, I wrote in the notes, I vividly remember that scene where the darkness tries to get the twins. That's what the one that was always scarring me as a kid. That scared me so much. Um, I love when they do magic. They're little, like, yeah. flicks. I think they're so stinking cute. I do, cute. too. I like the little flick. 
Oh, and then I asked, why is Ileana such I an idiot too. in this movie? She's kind of dumb. I mean, yeah. Which one is she? I she's the so, prote- yeah. protector of Cameron, right? But yeah, I think I was like, why Wait, is she so dumb in this movie? I don't like that. Um. Oh, when they included Rush by Ali and AJ, I got very excited. So yes, yes. Ileana is. Okay. Yes, Karsh is Alex, yeah. and Eliana So yeah, is Rush by Ali and AJ, Cameron. that song is fire, and then when I heard it in the soundtrack, I was like, this is Rush by Ali and AJ. <laughs> um, okay, so there's a scene when Cameron, I think, says that the answer to overthinking was partying, right? Was, like, going to the party and, like, hanging out with her friends, and I said... Yeah. 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 That's what no, I said you're too. 21. I was like, you're 21. It's drinking. Alcohol is the answer for you. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. That was kind of bitchy, Alex. She did make you a birthday cake and she lets you live with her. Oh, that was when Alex was being mean to. Oh, what's her friend's name? <laughs> I love how we're like, we're experts on this and yet we're not talking about We have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, but hey, can I can I just put this fact okay. in that I found out on Twitch's Wikipedia? According to the book, Artemis was born on October 31st as the moon was setting, and her sister Apollo was Stop. born as the sun rose. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> Lucinda, that was her name. I found it in my notes because I was like, what kind of name is it that? <laughs> okay, so yes, when Alex, so <laughs> when Lucinda was, no, no, Alex, she was apologizing to her. Yeah, Alex was bitchy because Cameron yeah. was like, I'm going to go to my party instead of helping Coventry. And it's and like Alex really sweet a bitch. and like, and then Lucinda and makes her cake. And Alex is like, well, I guess like nobody cares enough about me. Yeah, and Lucinda's like, um, I'm spending my hello, birthday. did I not just make yeah. you a cake? Like, did we not just have dinner? Like, what is your deal? And then, right? And I said, yeah. um, And then she goes and apologizes, no. and not Alex. I said Alex should apologize to her. Totally, 100%. Yeah. Also, yeah, she should okay, Cameron's dad is adorable. He's totally a Hufflepuff. Like, when... When He's a they storm into her room when the darkness is following her and then like the mom bursts through the door and the darkness just like squeals and runs away and the dad is like what's going on what's I don't get it what's happening and he's like I just I just he just like wants to be a part of it so bad oh for sure yeah whereas her mom is definitely like a Gryffindor yeah but then like her real but, mom like, her parents is are a absolutely adorable they're the sweetest. And I love them. They're fantastic. And then I wrote F Thantos in all caps. (laughs) Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I know, right? Um, oh. I know, right? (laughs) When the darkness shows up and Cameron's dad, like, grabs his wife and puts her in front of him. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, bro, what are you doing? I mean, he's right. She could probably kick the darkness's booty. But I thought, I just, like, I thought that was funny. There's, like, 12 laughing emojis after that. Yeah, she could. 
Um, let's see. Oh, when they did the whatever loser, yeah. I was like, oh, there's the origin of that. Um, okay. There's, okay. It, when it definitely did. Miranda and Thantos are in the castle. He says something along the lines of, there are more pressing, pressing issues than finding Cameron. And <laughs> I wrote, yeah, more pressing issues. You're a jerk. <laughs> It's true. The more pressing issue is that you're the villain of this story and you need to stop. <laughs> it's true. He's just, oh gosh, I just, mm, it irritates me so much. <laughs> you're just like nothing to add, nothing to say. Yeah, nothing to add. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty accurate. And then the last thing I have is, like, catch me sobbing when they named everyone they love. I know. Like, Ugh. ugly crying sobbing. Same. That's that moment when you, like, text your boyfriend and you're like, baby, I love you so much. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like, what? Yeah. They're like, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> and you're like, I'm watching, I'm watching this Halloween movie. Town. Or, Princess, I was on the next close enough <laughs> so what'd you rate this movie i gave it a nine out of ten you gave it a nine and a half out of ten yeah i gave it a nine out of ten just because i understand why this movie scared me i get it yeah it's kind of scary so shall we get into my all-time favorite halloween movie like okay i i need the audience to understand that the spooky season does not start for me until I watch this movie. This was the first one I watched out of any of them on our list because I cannot watch any other Halloween or spooky movie for um, spooky month until I watch this movie. And that movie is Halloween Town. Um, and the synopsis is, This comedy adventure follows Marnie and her younger siblings as they follow... Their estranged grandmother, a good witch, to her home in Halloween Town, where witches, goblins, vampires, and the like lead very normal lives. On her 13th birthday, um, Marnie learns that she comes from a witch family and that she too is a witch. When she discovers that an evil force is plotting to take over Halloween Town, she must help her mother and grandmother save the day. Yeah. I love the name Marnie. I think that is an adorable name. Same. Um, so this movie came out in 1998, and it was directed by Dwayne Dunham. I think it's Dwayne Dunham. Dunham? Yeah. I don't know. I used to know a guy, and that's how he spelled his last name, and it was pronounced okay. Dunham. Well, I'm going to take your word for it. And okay. the movie stars Debbie Reynolds as Aggie Cromwell. Kimberly J. Brown as Marnie Piper, Judith, Judith Hogg as Gwen Cromwell Piper, Joey Zimmerman as Dylan Piper, Philip Van Dyke as Luke, and Emily Roski as Sophie Piper. Yeah, and great some fun, cast. Yes, great cast. Great Debbie cast. Reynolds, amazing. Yeah, this movie is hard to watch now, like since 2016 with her passing. Ugh. Yeah. It's hard. But some fun facts about this movie is St. Helens, Oregon is where the original Halloween Town was filmed, and they welcome all tourists. In fact, 
they have a month-long Spirit of Halloween Town event to celebrate the Octo- October holiday and allow fans of the movie to explore the town. And they even recreate parts of the set, like the giant jack-o'-lantern in Town Square. Yes, I have seen that on the internet a few times floating I around. know someone that performs there. That's really cool. We need to go. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We're going. Um, one of my friends, Ashley, um, she got to perform there like two years ago. I just remember her showing up um, when I was stage managing um, Into the Woods mm-hmm. and seeing her Spirit of Halloween Town shirt. I was like, where'd you get that shirt? I need it. She went, oh, I got it when I was performing with Spirit of Halloween Town. That's really cool. I, like, I need it. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. One day, one day Emma's going to do it. Yes. <laughs> and then, according to Kimberly J. Brown, the flaming hairdryer Marnie accidentally picks up is actually w- with real flames, and there was no special effects involved. Yeah. When she was 13. Yeah. They gave her a flamethrower. Yeah. They said, this is safe for a child. Here. <laughs> also, I love her TikToks. I do, too. Yeah. I do as well. She's great. I love them so much. So who's your favorite character? Okay, I'm torn between Sophie and Marnie. I love them both. Okay, I love Sophie. She's our little unsung hero really of the is. movie. Her doing the, like, coming up with the song and remembering the spell. Mm-hmm. And the picking the lock. Like, and picking the lock, yeah. And with the cookie. And with the cookie, like, yeah. Like, everything. Like, they would not have won without oh, Sophie. Oh, absolutely not. I love her. So what's your favorite moment? <laughs> just sitting here, just nodding. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite moment? Um, the Cromwell team-up at the very end. Yes. I was actually crying. <laughs> I was too. I cried like multiple times during watching these movies. Same. Yeah. Especially the last one we're going to talk about, which mostly because it was my first time watching it. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. But what's your least favorite moment? Um, okay. There wasn't really anything I really didn't like. I mean, I liked the whole thing. If I had to choose like something I was like, eh, about it was the scene in the theater when um, Aggie and uh, Gwen get frozen by, what's his name? Yeah. Calabar. Calabar, thank you. I knew, I was gonna. The only reason I know is because the second, the second one, one is Calabar's, Calabar's Revenge. Revenge. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't Maybe remember. Maybe I'll watch that while cleaning my room tonight. Good idea. But yeah, that was like the I only love one Halloween that I Town High. I think that's my favorite of the like non-original one. Hmm. Okay, I haven't seen of it. the three sequels. I've only seen the first one. Okay, Lucas Ga- um, Gabriel from High School Musical is, in the, is um Halloween is in the third and the fourth. I like Lucas Gabriel. Yeah, he kind of plays uh, Marnie's. I I wouldn't call him love interest, but like kind of crush kind of thing. Okay. They don't end up together. Well, yeah, they do. <laughs> He's her love interest. <laughs> not in that, not in that third one, but in the fourth one, he is. I just blocked the fourth one now out of memory. It used to be my favorite, but mm-hmm. 
Kimberly J. Brown didn't come back for the fourth one. Oh, lame. So they recast Marnie. <laughs> you can't do that. When it's Kimberly J. Brown the whole series, you can't just recast it at the very no. end. Um, but, like, it's worth a watch. She's in college at that point. Okay. So it's Halloween Town. Like, she's in Halloween Town going to college there. Okay. Yeah. It's it, it's interesting. Yeah. I wish Kimberly J. Brown was in it. But, yeah. Yeah, I would, too. But, anyway. We have my- very few notes for this episode. Literally two notes. Yeah, well, I haven't even said my least favorite moment. Oh, yeah. Which is Go when Be- um, Be- Why did I almost say Beanie? <laughs> <laughs> Me, too. <laughs> um, is the second Benny scene, where he tries to grab Dylan. Like, what? after they've already... Like, that is creepy. Yeah. I mean, I know we know it's not actually him, and it's, like, him being possessed yeah. by Calabar, but still, that's, like, weird. Yeah. I didn't like that. It's freaky. Okay, I just want to talk about the one note I wrote about this movie. Yeah. Can we talk about how the all the extras are, like, weird head masks and then just normal bodies? Yeah. They just put, like, special effects makeup on, like, their head. That's it. And then, like, they have, like, human hands. Yeah. The only one that even looked slightly non-human hand was, like, the werewolf. Yeah. They just, like, put fur on his hands. They're like, ooh. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I understand how difficult it is to do that many special effects in one movie and how to, like, get that much makeup ready. However. But I'm sorry. Do witches if you're gonna. Yeah. It's way easier to, like, or do vampires, right? It's so easy to just put somebody in, like, a collared hood and, like, give them little vampire fangs. Yeah, don't give them pumpkin heads yeah. and not give them orange hands. Yeah. Or, like, don't, excuse me, don't make them, like, green monsters in the face and then make their hands just, like, tan. Yeah. Like, come on. No, but what about the undead Elvis guy? He was cool. Oh, I did like he him. He was cool. cool. I love him. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, like, really the only note we have. I mean, other than, like, yeah. I had mentioned that, like, Debbie Reynolds, she looks so young in this movie. I know. I know. It's really sad. I love her. But yeah. Yeah. So what'd you rate this movie out of 10? Guys, this is the first movie that I have ever given a 10 out of 10. I don't know if I can say the same. Well, this is the first one. This is the first one we've ever given a 10 out of 10. Really? At least for me, this is the first one I've ever given 10 out of 10. I think so with me. I think the closest one has, maybe the, the prom closest, got a ten. The, no, the ten got a no. The prom got a nine point seven five out of me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is my highest rating. Yeah. Same. I think the highest we ever got was either nine point seven five or nine point five. It was a nine point seven five with me with prom. Yeah. Our first there were a few that I gave a nine point like five, this. but never a ten out of ten. And this episode is an anomaly because we have two that are a 10 out of 10 in this list for yes. me. What know about me? Hold I on. think same for you, too. Probably. I think this just goes to show how much we really love Halloween movies. Yeah. Yeah. Two of them are 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. for us. This is like record-breaking, guys. 10 out of 10 on two movies in one episode. This is yes. nuts. This is never going to happen again. No. No. So shall we get into the next one? Yes. I love this next one. I as do well. too. Um, so it is Hocus Pocus. Amok, amok, amok. <laughs> <laughs> I 
love this movie so much. So it is about three outlandishly wild witches return from 17th century Salem after they're accidentally conjured up by some unsuspecting pranksters. It's a night full of zany fun and comic chaos once the tricky 300-year-old trio set out to cast a spell on the town and reclaim their youth. But first, they must get their act together and outwit three kids and a talking cat. Okay, I don't like this synopsis because they call them unsuspecting pranksters, and they're really not pranksters. They're just messing around. They're just being kids. I, I I don't really. I don't really like this synopsis too much. I agree. That's the first thing. Um, um, that's really it. I just don't like this synopsis too much. And it's also from the witch's point of view, which I found interesting. Yeah, because it should definitely be from the kid's point of view. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so this movie came out in 1993. It was directed by Kenny Ortega, our god King from the Kenny last Ortega. episode. Yes. Huh? Our god from the last episode. Oh, yes. King the last episode would have been DCOMs. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Um, and the cast includes Bette Midler as Winifred, Sarah Jessica Parker as Sarah, Kathy Najimy? I don't know if you're on your own, man. (laughs) As Mary, Omri Katz as Max, Thora Birch as Danny, and Vanessa Shaw as Allison. Okay, but who played Thackeray? That's what I need to know. I don't know. Do you want me to find out? <laughs> I'm pretty sure also in my notes I wrote, what kind of name is Thackeray? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> Jason Marsden. <gasps> no way! That makes a lot of sense. As well as Sean Murray. They have two actors listed for Thackeray in the first movie yes okay so maybe James Marsden did the voice okay and one okay. did the body yeah Jason was the voice and Sean was the body yeah okay that makes a lot of sense because Jason Marsden but- played Max Goof oh yeah yeah that's one of my notes yeah and in my notes I was like okay I thought Max sounded like Max Goof not Thackeray but now, like, in reflection, I'm like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. I hear it. Yeah. I hear it now. So, it, speaking of our fun facts, the first one that I'll mention is the voice of Binks is also the voice of Goofy Sun Max. Yeah. The second one is the film wasn't released during Halloween originally. It was released on July 16th of 1993. Yeah, which is so weird. Why would you release a Halloween movie in the middle of the summer? <laughs> I don't know. Come on, Kenny. Uh, yeah. It probably then, wasn't up to Kenny, but whatever. Then no. <laughs> the last one is, when Bette Midler takes the stage at the Halloween t- um, Halloween party, she says, Hello, Salem. My name is Winifred. What's yours? This is a takeoff of the famous line, Hello, everybody. My name is Rose. What's yours? Spoken by Madame Rose in the musical Gypsy during Rose's turn. Midler played Madame Rose in the television version of Gypsy in 1993, the same year this film was released. Yeah, which I thought was a fantastic little, like, Easter egg. I love that. Same. I do, too. Yeah. So who's your favorite character? I think Max. Okay. 
I don't know. I think Max just reminds me a lot of oh. my brother. That's all. I just really like him. He's like, I love him as a character. I think he's just such a sweet big brother. I love Allison so much. I love how you just cut me off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's I'm just <laughs> That was just kind of funny. <laughs> Don't feel bad. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes, I do like Allison. She's fantastic. Yeah. I don't know. If I had to choose one of the Sandersons, probably Winifred. I think Sarah is my favorite. Okay. I like. I don't know. I just really like her. Also, I had no idea that was Sarah Jessica Parker. Really? Yeah. No idea. I just find it funny that Sarah Jessica Parker plays Sarah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like. Hello? Yeah. Okay. So, what's your favorite moment? Okay. I love when Billy is, like, telling off Winnie. <laughs> when, like, they finally cut his little stitches out of his mouth and he starts, like, like ye olde English cussing her out. I think it's so funny. That was fantastic. I also thought it was adorable when Danny <gasps> falls asleep cuddling Binks. Yeah. That just, like, melted my heart. Um, so my favorite part, I said, besides Spell on You, because classic. one of my absolute favorite moments in this film is the very end when Thackeray gets reunited with Emily at the very end of the movie after all the Sandersons die. Right? And she's like, and she's, she's like, like Thackeray, Thackeray. What took you long? Yes. Oh, oh. And then he's like, I had to wait for a virgin to light this candle. It's so sweet. I, I also cried. See? See, I told you it's a theme. Crying is a theme. Um. Yeah, it is a theme. Yeah. What was your least favorite moment, though? I have to. I have to know. Okay. When the Sanderson sisters are at the guy who's dressed as the devil's, like, or as the devil at his house. That's weird. It's so weird. It is. I don't like it. Yeah. Don't like it. I don't like it. So let's get into some observations and notes. Okay. I said um, Allison's player parents are also Hamilton cosplayers, yes, but a little bit different. Not as much as Cameron's parents and Twitches, but very similar. Yeah, similar. Yes. Um, okay, so you know when they first light the black flame candle, and they're all still in the house, and they all just like kick booty of all the sisters except for Max. Yeah. I literally wrote, right, that's his name, right? Yeah, Max. Okay. I wrote, go Allison, go Danny, go Thackeray. <laughs> and then Max is just there. He's just, like, hiding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, okay. You know the face that Bette Midler makes in this movie when she's, like, playing Winifred? How she has that, like, frown? Yeah. Like, her mouth is just so downturned. I don't know how she did that for so long. I don't know. Like, it's just, like, like, same with the like, one that, like, only spoke with half of her face. Yeah. It was just, like, how do you do that for that long? Yeah, I'm trying to, like, figure out how she did it. Like, I have no idea. I don't know. It just kind of, like, I don't know how they did that. They must have, like, incredible face muscles. Like, uh, yeah. Face muscles. Face muscles. Souls. There we go. I can talk. There we go. Like, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, like Jim Carrey. 
right? Yeah. His facial control is fantastic. So it they, is. they must just have something similar. Um, let's see. Oh, high school, a prison for children. Accurate. Absolutely yeah. accurate. 100%. Um, also, I didn't know Sarah could, Jessica Parker could sing. Yeah. Yeah, she sings I didn't like, even. the little song to get the little children to like steal their souls and stuff. But I didn't know she could yeah. actually sing. I didn't either. And then I wrote again, Bet is the queen of facials. Yeah. Um, I agree. Max and Danny's relationship. Can we just talk about that for a minute? <gasps> adorable. Yeah. Absolutely adorable. I think, okay, at the beginning, he's like, I don't want to take her out. I'm not going to take her. And then he does it anyway. And and then when she, like, goes to, like, try to kick the bully's booties. <gasps> That's adorable. It's absolutely adorable. Yes. Yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then he has to give them his shoes. <laughs> That's at the beginning, but still. Yeah. Can we just talk about the line? You're eight. Go by yourself. Yeah. She's eight. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a little ridiculous. Like, yeah. I just, that line came out. I was like, she's eight. Go by herself. She's eight years old. Absolutely not. You guys just moved, what, a week ago? Yeah, and she's eight years old, and she's in a brand new place, and you expect her to go by herself. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end, it's very sweet, and, like, yeah, yeah just really sad. I love so her. Cute. I love their little, like, thing that she does where she's, like, Peter Pan when with yes. the tights. Yes, she's a, only if next year we can go as Peter Pan and Wendy with the tights. And he's like, I love her. Yeah. yeah. And the last thing I wrote is, again, like we already said, the ending made me sob. I wrote sob in all caps because I was actually sitting there crying so yeah. hard. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, what, like, if there's anything else. What happened to the guys that were just locked in the cages? They're just stuck there forever. Yeah. <laughs> they just, like, never leave. What, Ice and whatever the other guy's name is? I don't know. I don't remember. I just know that one of their friends, their costume was just a glow stick around a beanie. <laughs> I saw I that, that kid and I was like, okay. They're teenagers. They're, they're teenage boys. Too cool for Halloween. Yeah, it was like all black and he had a black beanie on and it had just a glow stick, like a green glow stick around the like brim. I don't know why the first thing I thought of was Tron. Maybe he was Tron. Maybe he was Tron. Before Tron existed. <laughs> yes. Um, and what would you give this movie overall score out of 10? I gave this one a 9 out of 10. I gave it a 9.5 out of 10. So it's valid. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. I think it's fantastic. I love this movie. Yeah. Yep. So, Gabby, <sighs> do you want to introduce this last movie? Yes. So the next movie, this is one of my... Which I had never seen. Is one of my all-time favorite Halloween movies. Anytime... I watch this year-round. I watch this movie when I'm in the mood for some Tim Burton, when I'm just in a spooky kind of mood. And I'm out of breath. <laughs> I, like, ran <laughs> from the bathroom. <laughs> Sorry. So this movie is Corpse Bride, and I love this movie. So the synopsis... I like it a lot, yeah. too. So this, 
But it was my first time watching it, so. Yeah, I love this movie with, like, a capital L. <laughs> so, the synopsis is, Victor and Victoria's families have arranged their marriage. Though they like each other, Victor is nervous about the ceremony. While he's in a forest practicing his lines for the wedding, a tree branch becomes a hand that drags him to the land of the dead. It belongs to Emily, who was murdered after eloping with her love and wants to marry Victor. Victor must get back above ground before Victoria marries the villainous Barkus Bittern. So this movie came out in 2005. It was directed by Tim Burton and Mike Johnson, and the cast includes, of course, our typical Johnny Depp actors or sorry not johnny depp actors our typical tim burton actors see johnny depp and tim burton are like besties at this point um same with the other one yeah so we have johnny depp as victor van dort we have helena bohm carter as emily the corpse bride we have emily watson as victoria everglot we have tracy ullman who we have seen in many movies up till this point yeah the prom and into the woods Mm mm-hmm and now here, as Nell Van Dort slash Hildegard, we have Paul Whitehouse as William Van Dort, Mayhew, and Paul, the head waiter. We have Joanna Loomley as Maudeline Everglot, and Albert Finney as Finnis Everglot. And last but not least, we have Richard E. Grant as Barkus Bittern. So some fun facts about this movie is that the puppets were 25 to 28 centimeters, about 9.8 inches to 11 inches tall, and some of the stages were so large that animators could actually fit through set doors with minimal crouching. So these were like doors in the floor that would open up from the bottom and they would be able to like pop out of them and like actually stand on them to be able to like, like stand up to actually get these guys in there because they were so big. So, the climactic duel scene, which includes the drinking of a poisoned wine by the antagonist, directly mirrors the climactic duel scene of William Shakespeare's Hamlet. So, Gabby, who's your favorite character? Victoria. Come on. She is Same. the best. I oh, my gosh. Love I love her so much. Right? So, Victoria is amazing she's just like so brave and so strong and like she's like i want to marry for love even though her parents are like you think we married because we liked each other no and she just she's just trying to do the right thing right like she sees she sees victor stuck in this situation with emily and she realizes that that is not what he wants like he has stated multiple times that he wants to be with her and she knows that like they love each other and She just she just deserves everything, and I love her, especially when she do climbs down the window on the blanket. I love that. I love that. Same. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. I have a lot of notes for this one. I have literally a page for this one. Yeah, like an entire page. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, what's your favorite song? I love "Tears to Shed." Like the saddest it's song so sad. in the whole one. I know it's so sad, but I love it. It's really pretty. <laughs> It's so pretty. Yeah. I love Remains of the Day. It gets stuck in my head all the time. Just the... It's like spooky. Yes. Yes. Why did I choose the two sad ones out of our two musicals? Hold on. Are you okay? But yeah, I think Remains of the Day is hilarious. I'm decided. (laughs) 
I listened to this song like three times today, and I love the part where they do the die, die, we all pass away. Don't need to cry because it's really okay. No, you might try and cry or you might try and pray, but we all end up the remains of the day. I think that's so cute. Yeah. Um, let's see. What is your favorite moment? Okay, when Emily and Victor are playing the piano together, it's just a gorgeous moment between the two of them. It really is. I also love when she gives him, um, scraps. <gasps> Same. Right? Have you seen the theory that people think that Scraps, Zero, and yes! Frank and Weenie are all the same dog? Yes. Yeah. I kind of believe it. I do too. Yeah. It kind of, it kind of holds, like, validity for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, my- What's your favorite moment? I have, like- Two very specific things that always make me, like, die laughing, and I love them. <laughs> um, so the first one that makes me crack up every time is when they're, like, when all of the dead are among the living, and they go to the church, like, for the wedding, and they're singing the wedding song. You know, a wedding, a wedding, we're going to have a wedding. But they, like, show up, and they're all being loud, and the pastor is, <laughs> Pastor Goodnick, right? That's his name? Pastor, no, that's Elder Goodnick. No, Pastor, what's his name? Pastor, hold on, hold on. So I love when the living or the dead are amongst the living and they go up to the church and Pastor Codswells is like, be gone, ye foul demons, back, back. And the one skeleton guy comes, he goes, would you keep it down? We're in a church. <laughs> and then all, of, and then he drops his little stick and all, and then all of the, see, I can't even get through this. It just makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> and then um um all of the like all of the dead people go into the church and they have the wedding and it's really cute but like that little bit every time i just like cannot keep it together i just lose my composure i also love the two times the two times when victoria's dad when victoria's dad goes fetch me musket <laughs> that's the other one that just gets me hard i just start dying laughing it. yeah and then and then the second time he says fetch me musket and then the butler guys all fetch your own musket and he leaves just like okay savage okay you can tell i really love this movie yeah i'm looking at these notes yeah there's a lot yeah so what's your least favorite moment the wedding to lord barkus right isn't it just so depressingly sad it's so sad so sad you f i feel so bad for victoria i do too like he puts the ring on her hand and she just like it just like flops like a little fish she just like drops it she doesn't even like hold it there you and her face is just like oh gosh like same they yeah. did such a good job animating that part i just like it makes me so sad same so, so shall we get into your notes? Yeah, my page and a half of my page of notes. Yes. So I love that this film has opening credits. I know yeah. a lot of people don't like opening credits, but I love them because I feel like it really slowly transitions you into the movie. I feel like other movies just like start. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it's just kind of like a ooh, juxtaposition to like when things start. 
in watching all of the old Disney movies where the credits are at the beginning, I realized how much I actually really enjoy having those beginning credits. I agree. Plus, when you have opening credits, you have to, like, you actually have to sit through them. Whereas, like, end credits, people just leave, you know? Unless it's a Marvel film. I was just going to say that. (laughs) But, like, you know, people just leave. Yeah. So... I makes think, me sad. I know. And those people never get any recognition and nobody knows who they are. I love opening credits. I do too. Yeah. So let's see. Oh, they also introduce Lord Barkus at the very beginning of the film in the opening credits. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. I, think, I do too. Yeah. I really like how they introduce him at the very, very, very beginning. Um. Let's see. Okay, her parents, okay, Victoria's parents call her an otter. Yeah. But she's literally gorgeous. What? I I don't understand. I don't like her parents. No, her parents are awful. Her parents are absolutely awful. Um, also, really quick, while we're talking about the manor, um, Hildegard is a walking question mark. <laughs> she walks like she's sitting. It's true. She's like, okay, she's got like, just like, (laughs) Google it. People, Google it. I can't even explain how she looks like. She literally looks like a walking question mark. It's like insane. That's like the best way I can describe it. (laughs) Emma's like, yeah, there's nothing else to say. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. Victor's dad. I love when he lifts his hat to, like, introduce himself to the Van Dorts, and he has, like, this tiny little, like, just, like, little, like, dollop of hair. Stuff of a hair. Yeah. I think it's very cute. Me too. Um, also, when Lord Evergalot tries to smile, and it's just, like, <laughs> it's just, like, the lips are just, like, quaking, and then it's just, like, even not even a full smile. Yeah. It's just, like, a little, like, pained. It's so funny. Yeah. So, I did notice one thing about this film that I, like, I kind of knew, but I really paid attention to this time. The music is gorgeous. Not just the songs that, like, are highlighted. Like, the background music is actually beautiful. Yeah, Danny Elfman outdid himself. Fantastic. I love this Because he's usually Tim Burton's guy. He is, and he did do this movie. Yeah. But, yeah, it's fantastic. And... The piano solo is beautiful. I yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous. Absolutely. Um, gorgeous. let's see. I just wrote the chaos of the rehearsal. Yes, <laughs> this just that's it. I love the chaos. So I did. Yeah. I did notice a uh, little goof in the movie that I wanted to point out. So it's specifically when Victor puts the ring on Emily when she's still tech- when she's still the quote unquote branch the plant yeah, yeah. The branch he puts the ring on her pointer finger, but then when she wakes up and she does the you may now kiss the bride it's on her ring finger, so it jumps from her pointer finger to her ring finger and I thought that was an interesting little little goof. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, in the middle of the movie I realized, um, cause the scene when she wakes up is used a lot for the trailer, is used for the trailer, and I couldn't okay. figure out 
where I had seen this trailer over and over and over again. And I've been, I couldn't have, I haven't figured it out for years. And I just finally figured it out the other day. And it was because I. It was the Johnny Depp, Charlie? Yes, it was the Johnny Depp, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Because they came out, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory came out in. Okay, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory came out during the summer. And Corpse Bride came out in like September. Of 2005. Interesting. Yeah. So they came out in the same year, but Charlie and the Chocolate Factory came out just barely before, and Corpse Bride was in the previews of that movie. And it took me forever to figure that out, but I did, and I was so happy. I'm happy for you. Thank you. It's been bugging me for literally years. Yeah. Okay, let's see. We already talked about Scraps and his adorableness, and when I love when Victor scratches him and his little leg does the thing. Same. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I That's also so love when Elder Gutnick like scratches his head and the like one little piece of his head like comes up while he's scratching it. Same. Like his little like he has like this big piece on his skull that's like cracked off it's barely hanging on and he scratches his head and it like moves it's just they did a fantastic job on this movie the attention to detail is fantastic yeah yeah so this next one is just a line i really like and it's when lady everglot goes okay some context um lord everglot says that he wants to choke victor like, next time he sees him, he's going to choke him because he, like, ran out on Victoria on the wedding and all that stuff. And Lady Everglot yeah. goes, your hands are too fat. His neck is too thin. You'll have to use a rope. <laughs> that was the first time I think I've ever actually heard that line. See, the things you actually hear when you are paying attention for, like, this kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. So back to when we were talking about Victoria climbing out the window with that blanket. While she's sneaking yes. out, the blanket rips, and there's, like, three threads holding her to that blanket, and they are putting in the work. She was hanging there for, like, I know. a solid, like, 15 seconds and they before they ripped. I know. I know. They were just, like, they were, they were putting in that work. I was like, holy, holy smokes. Yes. Okay, I want to I wanna mention Go this for next it. one. So, the Everglots think that Lord Barkus is a relative, but they're going to let Victoria marry him? Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. Like, Lady Lady Everglot literally says, oh, he must be a relative on your side of the family. Yeah. And, like, they're going to let Victoria marry him? That's... That's a little sus. Yeah. But, hey, yeah. We, we like Harry Potter, where it's a lot of... The Pierpoint yeah. families are just cousins. Yeah. But, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, my girl Andromeda Black got out of that situation. Same with Victoria. Yep. Good job, Victoria. We love you, Vicks. We love you. Um, so, I love, I love, during the wedding song, when Maggot starts sobbing. <laughs> I do, too. Just they just did a fantastic job animating this movie. Yeah, fantastic. Um, oh, I wrote OMG the tiny little cake, the yes. sad wedding cake that Barkus and Emily or Victoria have. 
I know. It's li- like tiny. Yeah, that's not enough to feed everyone. No, absolutely not. And then when Barkus finds out that her that the wedding was to save her family from the poorhouse, and he like loses it. Yeah. Like that scene always. I'm always like, <laughs> neener neener neener. <laughs> That reminds me of like Muppet Vision 3D with the the 3D guy. There's like a character that's a 3D guy. Oh yeah, you don't have Muppet Vision 3D. We did. I just haven't seen it in a long time. I can't remember. Okay, when when you come here, we're gonna go there. Yay! Yes. But there's like a little 3D guy and they're trying to blow him up at one point, and he goes, neen, 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 or, and, like, turns into a target. I love that. <laughs> I love him so much. Uh, yeah. I love Muppet Vision 3D. I love how I have a Hollywood Studios Star Wars mug. Mm-hmm. See, I was on theme for today. Yes. Okay, I have four mugs. Okay, but here's the thing. I'm planning on doing a different sweater and a different mug every single episode. Oh, I'm so excited for next week's episode because I have a Beetlejuice shirt. I need a mug for next week. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I need to find one. Anyway, moving on. I love the line. This is another one. This is like, fetch me musket. There's an eye in me soup. Yes! There's an eye in me soup. And then everybody starts freaking out. Yeah. It's just, like, so calm. And then it's just, like, losing it. I I just love yeah. that. Also, the moment when Victor and Victoria and Emily, like, all, like, or not that one. Sorry. Later. That's later. No. This is when all of the, like, all of the dead reunite with their family members. <gasps> I know. This is, I love that. When, when the one skeleton guy is going, honey cakes, sugar plum, Gertrude. <laughs> And she's like, I don't remember what his name is, but she's she also walks like a question mark. Maybe that's a trait of the family. But Hildegard isn't part of the family. True. She just works for them. But uh, anyway, she also walks like a question mark. Um, that's that's just sweet. I love and and um and the little kid goes grandpa. That also gets me. Just like pulls yeah. on my heartstrings. Um, let's see. I'm almost done here. Uh, dearly beloved and departed. Great line. As Yes. Okay, also, when that one guy's jaw literally falls to the floor. I know. That <laughs> the was... comedy is... Yes. 10 out of 10. And the last little bit I wanted to talk about is... Okay, during the wedding to Emily and Victor... Uh, it gets interrupted by Lord Barkus realizing that Emily was, like, that he killed Emily. Like, that Emily was back from the dead, I guess. Yeah. And they, all of the, like, all of the dead are like, oh, that's the guy? Oh, we're gonna beat him up. We go, mm. Like, they're ready to get rid of him. And uh, Elder Goodnick says... We're, we are amongst the living. We must abide by their rules. And then, Barkus drinks the poison. That was meant for Victor. Yeah. And then, I love, Maggot goes, 
not anymore. And then Elder Goodnick goes, yep, he's all yours. And they all just like rush to go get him and take their revenge. And then there's that really sweet moment after when Emily is finally free and she turns into all the beautiful butterflies that we see at the beginning of the movie. I know that Victor is observing and drawing at the very beginning of the movie. She turns into all those beautiful butterflies. She tosses the bouquet. First, the old lady catches it, and Maggot looks at her like, mm, yeah, we're going to get together. And the old lady's like, ah, tosses it. And uh, Victoria catches it. And it's this very sweet I moment. I know. And I just, I just love that. I love Victoria. Yeah. I love Emily. So this movie's just fantastic. It is. Aren't you so glad that yes, you've seen it now? Yes, I am. Because I think everybody's life's would be better by watching this movie. I agree. I absolutely adore this movie. Yeah. I cannot rave about it enough. I love so, this yeah. movie. Yeah, it's good. I do too. So what'd you rate this movie? So this is my second 10 out of 10. Same. Yeah. This, I think this movie is absolutely perfect. I would not change a single thing. Same. I think it's absolutely perfect the way it is. Same. And it's just, I... Like I said, I just absolutely love this movie. Yep. I just, I, yeah. I, I, I'm just going to keep saying the same thing because I can't, I can't think of anything else to say <laughs> other than it's perfect and I love this movie. Yeah. So shall we see them in the outro? I think we shall. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Fan Fatales. Gabby, would you like to tell our lovely audience what we will be chatting about next week? Yes. Next week, we're going to be continuing our month-long Halloween adventure, and we're going to be talking about some spooky musicals. Yes! I'm so excited. Me too. And remember to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. We are on Apple, Google, Podcasts, and Spotify. And subscribe to us on YouTube. Please leave us a review and comment down below to tell us what you thought of the show. And remember to follow us on Instagram at FanFatalesPod for the latest updates and to possibly be featured in a future episode. Now, Emma, where can the people find you on social media? So my Instagram and TikTok are both at SnippyEmma, S-N-I-P-P-Y-E-M-M-A. What about you, Gabs? I'm at GabbyJens on Instagram, TikTok, and now Twitter. That's G-A-B-Y-J-E-N-T. Our music is by our amazing friend, Maddie Macon. And our editing is by the amazing and wonderful Kara Linsmeyer. As always, thanks for tuning in. Boo! Boo! (laughs) The views expressed in this episode are expressly our own and do not reflect that of the brand or company they're about. (laughs) 